0: Welcome to the RodeoKids.com podcast. I'm your host, Camry Widmer, and today I'm here to give you another competitive advantage tip. We've been talking about that a lot in the last few podcasts, and I have recently learned a new one myself. I've always known that being physically fit and working out, being strong and balanced has a big impact on not only your physical state, but your mental state. I used to use the excuse that, oh, well, I'm farm strong. You know, I lift hay bales, I throw saddles, I ride horses all day. Like, I'm fit. Well, that's not necessarily true. Yes, those muscles are strong and you're able to use those. But if you use the same muscles over and over and over again, the other muscles in your body become less active. You're not strengthening the other parts of your body that support the muscles that you're using on a regular basis. So it's actually really important to keep your whole body fit in a well-rounded aspect from stretching and doing yoga with consistent breathing and stretching and strengthening in that slower-paced sense. And then, you know, lifting weights and getting yourself physically stronger that way. Cardio, where you're building up your, your respiratory system and your lung capacity and all of that. It all plays a very important role in becoming the best competitor that you can for yourself and for your horse. No matter what event you're doing, if you're a roughie or a timey, uh, you need to be physically fit because you need to be able to stay in the center of those animals and stay balanced and all that stuff, which I'm sure all of you know that. And if you're not working on it, I hope that you start to and make that part of your daily regimen is to do at least one thing, bigger little mentally and physically to make yourself stronger. So like I said, I did not used to do this. I used to, again, think I was farm strong. I was training horses and ponies full time and I kept I was riding anywhere between six, eight, ten horses and ponies a day, roping, running barrels, doing a little bit of everything, and then I was rodeoing quite competitively as well. And so when I'd go to make my runs on my horse, I just could tell that I wasn't quite riding as well as I could. I wasn't quite roping as well as I could. It would happen to be right around the time that they had the first American rodeo. And one of the girls, I don't remember what her name was, but she made it to be one of the top four, and she was one of the last four girls to run, and she rode her horse two-handed around all three barrels. During her interview, they asked her, you know, like, that's pretty impressive on a horse of this talent and this much power. I mean, this sucker was powerful now, and this girl's riding with two hands, no saddle horn around the barrels ever. Her answer to it was that she did a lot of yoga, and that helped strengthen her core and helped her keep her balance. So I was looking for this competitive advantage to get better and win in the arena and to be able to ride these horses and stay more limber and more comfortable when I was doing it. And so I started doing yoga. Man, I really started to see a difference. It felt good. It got my blood flowing better. I started being less sore. My horses started reacting better. And I felt like I was giving myself a little bit of a competitive advantage. And every little bit counts, as you guys all know. That really helped, and then I decided that I needed to do more cardio and just get stronger all the way around, so I've always mixed in the yoga, and then I've gone through different stints of DVD workouts and running, and right now I'm on a pretty big running kick where I'm working towards a half marathon, so I'm really excited for that. You guys will probably hear about that more than once on this adventure. But I've always tried to stay you know, physically fit and limber, but I've still always been a little bit sore and was never quite sure what to do about it. After running lately, my legs have been super tight. My legs have always been tight. I'm not very big. I'm a pretty compact person, and my hamstrings just naturally are a little bit tighter, and it doesn't seem to matter how much yoga I do, it still just hurts. So my mom and I had a retired physical therapist, who's a good friend of ours, come over and do some work on us. He also knows some kinesiology and has studied all kinds of different techniques and put them together, and he's simply amazing. The things that he does are amazing. So he came over and he pulled out his table and asked what was going on, and I told him that you know, like my hip flexors are really tight, my legs are tight, my shoulders are tight, which is very normal for me. And he's just kind of smiled because he knows that and I laid down and he worked on me for a while and this was the first time that he came within the last three to four weeks and so he worked on me for a little while and then he'd ask me to you know stand up and move around and I was starting to move a little bit better and feeling more comfortable I mean you could you get some pretty instant results with the stuff that he does so I was feeling better about that and then he asked me about my legs and showed me a few stretches to do. And so I started doing those and they were pretty invasive, but they weren't terrible. Like I could handle them. I could tell that I needed to do them a lot more, but they weren't those super deep stretches. So I worked on that for a couple of weeks and I still just wasn't quite right. And my mom wanted to have him come back too. We had him come back and he did the less invasive stuff on me again. And Then he had me do a squat, and he said, you know, your squats just aren't that good. I was like, huh, I've always thought that I did pretty good squats. He started working on me again, and he had me do another one, and then he came up with a conclusion that my calves were pretty tight. He took this tennis ball, and that's what this whole podcast is about, is this tennis ball. And He grabbed that tennis ball, and he started going up and down my calves and finding the knots and just putting like a lot of pressure on them, and it almost brought tears to my eyes, but... When he was done, I could tell a difference, and it already felt better. So then he'd have me do another squat, and then he went back and he did the other leg. And by the time I was done, my squats had completely improved just by loosening up my calves with this tennis ball. So since then, I have continued to use this tennis ball on other parts of my legs, and It's made a huge difference. Like they feel looser. I have a long ways to go and it's something that he has made very clear that I'm going to have to continue to do the rest of my life. But if that keeps me from having a hip replacement in the future, I suppose it's worth it. The next thing he had me do, he asked me as I stood up from a squat, he said, go ahead and put your hands straight up and see if you can get them as close to your ears as possible. And it was really difficult. I could not hardly get my hands near my arms, near my ears. I couldn't do it. So he kind of giggled again, knowing that this might happen since everything that I do is on a horse or roping or typing or like the majority of us, everything's out in front of us. So my shoulders were super tight. So he had me lay down on his bed and he took this tennis ball and he put it behind my shoulder on one of those knots and I could instantly feel the pressure. And then he had me raise my arm again close to my ear and back towards the ground and oh you want to talk about burn my eyes started watering and oh, I tried to get away from the pressure but I couldn't And he said just stay there just breathe keep going keep going and he he encouraged me to keep moving and I I would and then he'd move it to the next knot and we'd repeat the process and we did that on both shoulders and by the time I was done I again could go a lot farther than what I could when we started and what's happened is over time, using my shoulders as much as I have has caused a lot of extra tension and tightness in those shoulders. And it makes a huge difference on how we feel. And in the long run, if we can, you know, if we don't take care of these shoulders, this, that's what leads to shoulder replacement surgery and torn rotator cuffs and all those things along those lines. So these are little, this little tennis ball can make a huge, huge difference. And I just want to let you all know, I'm only 28 years old and I can tell the toll that riding lots of horses and rodeoing and roping has taken on my body. And so I can only imagine, you know, what these kids are going through that are stepping up. And those of you who have been in it for a long time and who work every day as, you know, as adults, uh, how your bodies feel, too. So these, this really does make a difference. And if we can start young, oh boy, that's going to help a lot. And why I call this a competitive advantage is because if we can loosen these muscles and increase our balance and our range of motion, not only are we going to ride better, but we're going to rope better. Um, For you ropers out there, you know, we need that full range of motion to have all the power we need to swing and have snappy loops. And this is another one of those competitive advantages that's super simple that we can put in our toolbox and take everywhere with us. I mean, there's not anybody that I know who doesn't have room for a tennis ball in their truck or in their trailer. In some of these exercises, you can do just going down the road. I mean, you can, if you got a trailer that you're sitting in, just put that tennis ball up against the wall. You can have a normal conversation and nobody will even know you're doing it and you're stretching those muscles out. When you're driving down the road, put it between the seat and just roll up there and use your arms to, to stretch that and use it on your legs your calves wherever you can find those knots in your body just put that tennis ball on there and apply pressure to it and really wait for that release you know anywhere from 8 to 10 to 15 seconds just put that pressure on there and then let it release and the next time you stand up you're going to be able to tell how much of a difference that blood is flowing through there again and those knots are going to loosen up and you'll be feeling better mentally and physically and parents this is such a cheap thing i mean it takes a tennis ball you can buy three tennis balls for like a dollar fifty i think if you go to the dollar store so get one for their room get one for the living room and get one for the truck and if you've got multiple kids buy them a whole bag of tennis balls those things are cheap and your dogs can chew on them too and even better than that they can do it on their own no more back massages you don't have to do that i mean this is a simple fix for the whole family I hope that helps you guys it's just something simple that I've been doing myself that makes a huge huge difference in a short amount of a short of amount of time I can go out and run and feel better I can tell when I'm swinging my rope that it's better I can tell when I ride I'm gonna have to keep coming back to it often and consistently but it's totally worth it to give me that competitive advantage in the arena and in life. I will put some videos, demonstration videos from YouTube in the links as well as a printable version that has demonstrations of how to do these exercises correctly. And some of this you can kind of freestyle too, so don't be afraid to work those muscles on your own. You can feel your own body. Use what you can. If you have any questions, please let us know. We are here to help you, and we wish you the best of luck and safe travels down the road. This RodeoKids.com podcast was brought to you by the Twisted Philly Company. Whether you're ranching with daddy or cowboying, they have all of the adorable apparel you need for the whole family. From infants to adults, they've got it all and it can be found on RodeoKids.com under the shop tab.